What's up, standouts? It's Yolanda, and welcome to my podcast, How She Did It. I want to share why I created this podcast and what I hope to accomplish with it. Later this year, or in early 2018, I'm launching a career-focused membership community for women of color. On this podcast, I interview women of color and explore their career paths. This podcast is one piece of my Not The Standout community. There isn't one thing that I can pinpoint as to what made me want to create this podcast. There are a string of experiences that made me want to address what I consider is the underrepresentation of women of color as career examples. Not only do I want to spotlight these women, I also want to explore how each one got there. What did she do? Who helped her? What did she learn about herself in the process? Rather than go through my entire history and list situations that made me want to launch this podcast, I want to share two stories. One involves one of my nieces, the other involves Missy Copeland, the famous ballerina. When my niece was three, she had her first existential black girl hair crisis. She told her parents that she wanted her hair to lay down. If you're black, you probably have experience with this topic. See. My niece went to a Montessori school and was in a class full of Asian and white girls. And my niece wanted her kinky curly hair to be straight like theirs. Fortunately, my niece had a mom and dad who constantly told her how beautiful her hair was. Her mom and I even did the big chop so that my niece could see women with hair like hers. I'm certain these things helped, but I believe what really made a difference was when my niece left that Montessori school and enrolled in public school. Now every day she was surrounded by other little black girls who had hair like hers. Looking back, I don't think I started thinking about the effect that representation or lack of it had impacted my life. (laughs) You're listening to audio from an Instagram post Misty Copeland, the famous black ballerina shared. In 2015, Misty was promoted to principal dancer with American Ballet Theater. She became the first African American to hold that rank at American Ballet Theater. I first learned of Misty two years earlier in 2013, and I couldn't get enough of her. When I was five-ish, I took ballet and tap classes for about a year. So anytime I saw a female dancer of color, I got excited. The mainstream media was where I discovered Misty, and they treated her like a unicorn. She was everywhere. She was a guest judge on one of my favorite shows, So You Think You Can Dance. She wrote a book. Even old performances like her dancing on stage while Prince performed resurfaced. No complaints for me, because when I hear about a woman of color, I go into deep Google mode to learn any and everything about her. At the height of Misty's media tour, she was on the cover of Point Magazine, and on that cover of Misty were two other elite black ballerinas, Ashley Murphy and Ebony Williams. My mind was blown. Before that cover on Point Magazine, I thought Misty was the only elite black ballerina out there, even though I had not bothered to test this hypothesis. The media had treated Misty like a unicorn. She was their it girl and so I assumed she was the only one. This is no shade to Misty. I adore her and I will read every article and watch every video that is produced about her. 
but this magazine cover proves something Eve Ewing, an author and sociologist, says. When you discover an amazing unknown talent who seems like such a unicorn, there are others. With one magazine cover and a rabbit hole on Instagram, I discovered other black and brown ballerinas. There's even an entire Instagram account dedicated to featuring brown girls doing ballet. The day Missy was promoted to principal dancer at American Ballet Theater, I cried while watching a video of her announcement. And then I was punched in the gut when I learned about Stella Abrera. On the same day Missy was promoted to principal dancer, Stella was also promoted to principal dancer at American Ballet Theater. She became the company's first Filipino-American principal dancer in its history. So two women of color made history at American Ballet Theater on June 30th, 2015. And it's likely they have wildly different paths on how they got there. This podcast and community came to me as I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next in my life. I wanted my next career to have impact on the lives of others, and I also wanted it to be personally fulfilling. What excites me is being able to tell the stories of as many women of color as I can. So here I am with this podcast, How She Did It. I finally have a reason to reach out to these women and share their stories. And so I hope you would join me on this journey. Sure, there are a million podcasts out there, but here are a few things, or as I like to say, my guiding principles I want to highlight. Number one, as you listen to this podcast, I want you to chart your own course. These interviews aren't intended to be prescriptive. The guests are sharing what they did and the motives behind their decisions, not what you should do. Even if she's doing what you want to be doing, don't think you have to follow in her footsteps. Number two, experiment. Mike Gonsalves, a fitness coach says, knowledge is potential power, taking action is power. If something sparks your curiosity, experiment with it. Who knows where it may lead you? Number three, contribute. At the end of each episode, I have a call for audience stories, which I compile some into a mini five to 10 minute episode. For example, one of my guests shared a story about her time as a dog walker and how she once walked the wrong dog for an entire week. I will never forget that story and remind her often, but I'd love to hear other people's failure stories at work too. And number four, support and promote. Let's lift each other up. If there is an interview you love, let her know. Send her an email. Tell her online. Buy her book. Support her crowdfunding campaign. Promote her to your followers. So I'd love it if you would subscribe and tell your friends about this podcast. If you're unsure how to subscribe or even why you should, go to nts.today forward slash zero zero. And finally, I want to end this episode with one of my all-time favorite quotes. It's by Eve Ewing. No one can read the book in your head. No one can see the film that's half written on your computer or wear the fashion in your sketchbook. May this podcast inspire you to take actions towards your dreams.